听 Grandeur YYFM. You're listening to YYFM. Hello and welcome back to the seventh rendition of the Premier League Roundup with Nathan Sung. Where once again I'll be going through every match that happened this past weekend in the Premier League. We start this weekend with Bournemouth vs Liverpool. Despite being 2-0 up with less than 30 minutes to go last Saturday, Bournemouth eventually lost 3-2 to Arsenal late into stoppage time. That loss means that the win over Wolves around three weeks ago is their only win in the league post World Cup, and their last win on home soil came just before the World Cup break back in mid-November. Meanwhile, Liverpool are currently on their longest Premier League unbeaten run of the season, having overcome rivals Manchester United 7-0 on Sunday. However, away from home, the Reds have only picked up 12 out of a possible 36 points. Liverpool will get to a bad start as they were punished for poor defending when the unmarked Philip Billing struck from eight yards for his sixth Premier League goal of the season after fine work by Dango Otara. Virgil Van Dijk had a header clear off the line at 0-0, and substitute Diogo Jota was denied by Neto's fine save before Liverpool won a penalty when the Portuguese forward's header was handled by Adam Smith. But Salah, who became Liverpool's all-time top Premier League scorer with 129 goals last week, blazed the penalty wide, much to the delight of Bournemouth fans. While the win ensured Bournemouth finished the day 17, Jurgen Klopp's side missed a chance to go fourth for the first time this season after a lethargic display. The next game was between Everton and Brentford. Everton had gone three games without a win after they drew 2-2 with Nottingham Forest last weekend, which included the Toffees taking the lead twice in that game. They had only won four times at home in the league this season, though two of those came since Sean Dyche's appointment. Meanwhile, Brentford stretched their current unbeaten run in the Premier League to 12 games after they beat West London rivals Fulham 3-2 on Monday night. Away from home, however, the Bees had only picked up 12 points from a possible 33 available. McNeil's delightful strike with the first attack of the game gave the hosts a perfect start, grasping a finish across the goal which nestled into the far corner. Buoyed by a vocal crowd, the home side was swarming all over the bees and creating much of the better chances, with Amari Gray seeing a second goal ruled out for handball by VAR. Brentford looked to salvage something from the game but were not at their best. Ethan Pinnock having a header cleared off the line by McNeil and Kevin Shade heading wide at the far post as their 12-match unbeaten run ended. The Toffees started the day in 18th place but capitalised on teams around them failing to win, leaping two points and three places above the drop zone. We then saw Leeds clash with Brighton. After recording their first win in 11 matches against Southampton, Leeds followed that up with their 13th loss of the season last weekend in a 1-0 defeat to Chelsea. Only three teams had won fewer games at home in the Premier League this season than Leeds. Meanwhile, Brighton returned to winning ways in the league after their defeat to Fulham with a 4-0 win over West Ham on Saturday. Only Arsenal and Manchester City have scored more away goals from home than the Seagulls in the league this season. World Cup winner McAllister nodded Brighton in front from close range after Karo Matoma intelligently headed Pascal Gross's deep cross back into the danger area. But Leeds soon levelled as Bamford's spectacular 20-yard shot took a slight defection off Adam Webster to dip over Jason Steele and in off the underside of the bar. A Matoma cross then led to Brighton's second goal as Harrison turned it into his own net under pressure from Solly March. But the midfielder made amends at the other end by curling home from a Wilfred Ngozzo short corner. However, wins elsewhere for Bournemouth and Everton meant Leeds slipped two places to 19, a point from safety, while the draw lifted Brighton up to seventh in their chase for European football next season. The next game was between Leicester and Chelsea. The 1-0 defeat to Southampton last weekend meant Leicester had lost their three league games in a row, failing to score in each of them. Only Southampton had won fewer games at home in the league this season than the Foxes. After going six games in all competitions without a win, Chelsea had won their last two in a row, beating Leeds 1-0 in the Premier League last weekend, followed by a midweek 2-0 win over Borussia Dortmund in the Champions League. However, away from home in the league, they had only won three times all season. Chelsea started brightly this game as Ben Chilwell volleyed in from a tight angle against his old club. Chelsea's João Felix and Leicester's Kieran Dewsby Hall then each hit the woodwork in the space of two minutes. 
Then Felix had a goal ruled out by VAR for offside. Patterson Dacker then rifled home an excellent equaliser after Ricardo Pereira won the ball off a dawdling Felix outside the box. But Kai Havertz pounced six minutes into first half injury time with an excellent dinked finish from Enzo Fernandez's clever aerial ball. Michaelo Mudrick thought he had his first goal for the Blues after the break, but his effort was disallowed for offside. But Chelsea midfielder Mateo Kovacic sealed the win as he volleyed in from Mudrick's header. The Foxes ended the game with 10 men following Wout Faze's late dismissal for a second booking. They now sit just one point outside the relegation zone, whilst Chelsea remained 10th with a third victory in a row. The next game saw Tottenham versus Nottingham Forest. Tottenham's Champions League run is over after they were knocked out of the competition on Wednesday night and their morale was low at the club. However, they're unbeaten at home in four, winning three and have kept four successive clean sheets in that run. Meanwhile, Nottingham Forest have the worst away record in the division and lost the reversing fixture against Saturday's opponents, one of only three home league matches they have lost all season. Also, Forest had only won just once on the road this season. Richardson thought he had given Spurs the lead after just three minutes, but the VAR referee disallowed the goal for offside. But Kane broke the deadlock after 19 minutes with a trademark header from a Pedro Porro delivery before netting his 20th league goal of the season from the penalty spot following Joe Worrell's foul on Richarlison. Song Heung-min increased Spurs' advantage in the second half when he steered Richarlison's cross into the bottom corner before Worrell pulled the goal back for Forrest with a powerful header. The visitors were denied a second consolation by Fraser Forster, who saved Andre Ayew's late penalty after Dejan Kulisevsky handball. Liverpool's surprise defeat at Bournemouth earlier in the day meant Spurs are six points clear of Jurgen Klopp's side in fourth and seven points above Newcastle, who've played three games fewer. Meanwhile, Forest stay 14th, but the cushion over the bottom three has been cut to three points. Final Saturday game saw Crystal Palace host Man City. Crystal Palace remained the only team without a win in 2023 in the Premier League and came into this game on the back of a 1-0 defeat to Aston Villa. In some ways, they have been unlucky, having drawn five of their last seven league matches and the two they lost were decided by a single goal. Meanwhile, Manchester City maintained pressure on league leaders Arsenal last weekend with a 2-0 win over Newcastle. The only occasion they had been defeated away from home in the league this season came against Liverpool, Manchester United and Tottenham. And altogether, only Arsenal had picked up more points away from home than Pep Guardiola's side this season. Man City had to remain patient at Selhurst Park, but were eventually able to take the opportunity to edge closer to the Gunners. Erling Haaland settled the match from the penalty spot for his 28th goal of the campaign, stroking his 78th minute spot kick into the bottom corner after Michael Elise's late challenge on Ilkay Gundogan. The visitors had been unable to capitalise on a purposeful start, which saw Rodri's first half effort force Vincent Guaita into action and Jack Grealish pull a low shot wide after he darted into the penalty area. Haaland, who scored his first Premier League hat-trick in the reverse fixture in August, went closest in the first half, but the league's top scorer remarkably failed to hit the target following Nathan Ake's pass into the six-yard box. A shot-shy Palace pushed for a late equaliser against retreating City. It was to no avail, as the hosts went a Premier League record third successive league game without managing a shot on target. The defeat extends Palace's concerning league winless run to 10 matches, the longest in the division, and leaves Patrick Vieira's side just four points above the relegation places. For City, the victory is a positive note to begin another crucial week with the second leg of their Champions League last 16 tie against RB Leipzig next before an FA Cup quarterfinal against Burnley. The first game on Sunday saw Fulham take on leaders Arsenal. Fulham had gone without a win in their last two Premier League matches, most recently drawing 3-2 to West London rivals Brentford. Arsenal came into this game on the back of a 2-2 draw in the Europa League of Sporting. In the Premier League, a late comeback helped the Gunners secure all three points in a 3-2 win over Bournemouth last weekend, which made it four wins on the bounce for them in the league. 
away from home in the league, they'd lost two, drawn one, and won the other 10 matches. Gabriel Martellani had already had a goal narrowly ruled out for offside by Villa before defender Gabriel headed in a Leonardo Trossard corner after 21 minutes, the first of a trio of assists for the Belgian. Trossard then crossed for Martinelli to beat the static Anthony Robertson to head home at far post five minutes later before providing the delivery for captain Martin Odegaard's cool finish in first half stoppage time. Fulham mounted a belated threat after the break as visiting keeper Aaron Ramsdale denied Bobby Decorah-Reed while Tosin Arredbillo headed against the woodwork. Arsenal, however, were always in control and Arteta was able to reintroduce influential striker Gabriel Jesus for the first time since he required knee surgery after being injured playing for Brazil against Cameroon at the World Cup. And with another win, Arsenal restored their five-point advantage at the top of the Premier League in outstanding fashion. Now moving on to the game between Man United and Southampton. Man United bounced back from their 7-0 drubbing at the hands of Liverpool last weekend with a astounding 4-1 win in the Europa League against Real Betis on Thursday. United weren't being at Old Trafford since a 1-0 loss to Real Sociedad in September. Meanwhile, Southampton had won two of their last three league games to boost their chances of survival. Four of their six league wins this season came on their travels. United midfielder Casemiro was shown a second red card of the season in the 34th minute, a stud sub-tackle on Carlos Alcaraz, and it's now set for a four-game ban. The Brazilian was initially shown a yellow card for the foul by referee Anthony Taylor, only for VAR to send Taylor to the pitch side monitor and after reviewing the incident, he gave Casemiro a straight red card. United felt further aggrieved with the officials as they had several penalty appeals turned down during the game. Both sides came close to scoring as Bruno Fernandes smashed the post for United while Southampton hit the woodwork twice and had an effort cleared off the line. The two goalkeepers David De Gea and Gavin Bazunu also made some outstanding saves to keep it scoreless. But ultimately, it was a vital point for bottom side Southampton who are now two points from 17th place, although they all feel they could have taken a shock victory at Old Trafford. United, meanwhile, failed to strengthen their grip on third place and now sit just two points ahead of fourth place Tottenham, who they have a game in hand on. Following game saw West Ham versus Aston Villa. West Ham came into this game after beating AEK Lanarkas 2-0 on Thursday in the Conference League. In the Premier League, however, the Hammers had only won twice since the start of November, but had picked up 17 of the 23 points they've recorded this season on home soil. For Aston Villa, they came into this game having won back-to-back league matches for just the third time this season, after following up their 2-0 win over Everton with a 1-0 win over Crystal Palace. Away from home in the league, they had won four times, which had all come within their last five away matches in the league. Villa striker Ollie Watkins continued his impressive form as he broke the deadlock with a 17th-minute header from left-back Alex Moreno's sublime cross for his sixth goal in seven games. The lively Saeed Benrahma took his opportunity to respond for the host from the penalty spot nine minutes later, firing his spot out of the reach of the World Cup winner Emi Martinez after Leon Bailey's foul on Lucas Paqueta. Both teams had their chances for the remainder of the game, but ultimately neither team could find a winner. But the point was enough to take West Ham above Bournemouth, who beat Liverpool on Saturday to 17th, while Aston Villa remain 11th. The final game of the weekend saw Newcastle host Wolves. Newcastle were winless in their last five games in the league and had only won in the Premier League once in 2023. They did have one of the best home records in the league, however, having only lost once this season at St. James's Park, though that was their last game on home soil when Liverpool won 2-0. Wolves won their first league game in four with a 1-0 win over Tottenham last weekend. Away from home, though, they have only won twice in the league all season against Southampton and Everton, who were both in the relegation zone going into this weekend. Going into this game, nine of the last 15 meetings between the two sides has ended in a 1-1 draw, and it looked to be heading in that direction once more after Wolves substitute Kwang Hee Chan cancelled out Alexander Isak's first half opener with 20 minutes to go. But with Wolves hanging on for a point, 
Substitute Almiron dropped by Eddie Howe alongside Callum Wilson played a slick 1-2 with Joe Willock before curling the shot into the far corner to win Newcastle the game. This win took Newcastle a back above Liverpool and they are now only four points off fourth place Tottenham. And with that being said, this has been another rendition of the Premier League Roundup with another set of exciting games. The weekend began with a shock as Liverpool, off the back of a 7-0 victory over rivals Man United, suffered a 1-0 loss to last place Bournemouth. But Bournemouth weren't the only team in the bottom three to win as Everton beat Brentford, ending their 12-match unbeaten run, with the win taking them up to 15th. Man City also continued their winning ways and continued to chase leaders Arsenal, with Erling Haaland's 28th goal of the season being all the difference and seeing Crystal Palace's winless run extend to 10 games. But Arsenal would respond the following day with an impressive 3-0 win over Fulham to ensure that they remain 5 points clear at the top of the Premier League with 12 games remaining of the season. I've been Nathan Sung, thank you for listening and join me again next week for the next set of Premier League fixtures. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to YYFM. For more content like this, to follow us online and to tell us what you want to hear more of, visit itsyyfm.com.